The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Beyond the Fairway podcast presented by Genesis. Man, we back again. Wow, what a Sunday it was at the old course of St. Andrews. We got Shane Victorino coming in here. Uh, we're going to be on the fairway with him. We caught up with him at the American Century Championship last week. But, Will, did you – I know you busy, Will. You on the course. You've been, you know, doing your thing with the kids, getting ready for the underrated tour there in Houston. But did you see any of this mayhem today? Man, I just know I probably saw one of the best – up and downs I've ever seen in my whole entire life by Cam Smith. So the fact that, you know, I hate to say it was expected, didn't really expect Roy McIlroy to kind of finish strong because he's been disappointing me in the latter part of the, of the, uh, of the, of the rounds. Um, I was hoping for him, but it just didn't happen. However, uh, Cam Smith is, uh, is fitting. I mean, the guy been playing well all year, but I just can't wait for Roy to, to really make that, that, that turn on that final round. Hopefully it comes in the Masters so you can complete the career Grand Slam, but who knows. And, and you're talking about the up and down there at the uh, the 17th hole. Mr. Green had to put up and around the bunker. That was, you, man, that, that was well stated, Will. That was one of the better up and downs I've seen. And, and clutch. I mean, you talk, you got the tournament on the line. And look, Roy didn't really play bad. He had 18 greens, had 36 putts. Roy should take that putter, break that son of a, and throw it as far away as he can and go get refit for a new one. Yeah, he should throw that putter similar to what he did in Doral, which was probably the best swing he ever had a week that week. <laughs> yeah, Roy's going to have to do something to figure it out. But Cam Smith is your champion golfer of the year. It's my favorite. Look, how about my wife was trying to, like, vacuum during the, the trophy presentation, Will? I, I've never really almost fought my wife over golf. Not, not like just – it's like, hold on, I've been waiting all year for this one – Moment like Cam, the champion golfer of the year. I'm waiting on it, and zzz, I, boy, I almost lost it today. I mean, it's I mean, the it's four times of the year you can't vacuum <laughs> at the presentation. Just that simple. It's that simple. It's like I thought. I felt like she should know me better than that. Like the pageantry of the the, the players walk, the the you know receiving the claret jug. The, the awkward I, I bet, ass I bet, speech. I, I, bet, I, I bet I bet she never vacuumed at that particular time any other day in life. No, she didn't, bro, she didn't vacuum during the finals, the All Stars game, nothing. She won't vacuum. And the thing is, we got hardwood floors. We don't even have. Where's the Swiffer? Like, why are you vacuuming? 
crazy day within golf, as we already talked about Cam Smith getting it done. But Cam Young, that was really the story to me because what he was able to do, shoot a final round 65, come back, and, and be in the mix. I mean, Roy McIlroy, uh, he had the – it was his tournament to lose, and unfortunately he did lose. But I, I'll pose this, though. Did Roy McIlroy lose or did he get beat? Honestly, I think he got his ass beat. I mean, when somebody goes out and shoots another 64 in the final round and just goes absolutely low as limbo, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. But, uh, again, kudos, as Will normally says, kudos to the champion golfer of the year. And, hey, Will's back. I was just, you know, holding it down as best I could, Will. I'm glad you came back to join me, man. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the golf club of Houston is a great course, but the wild well, as you can see, Will was trying to say that the Golf Club of Houston is a great golf course, but the Wi-Fi, as you can clearly see and hear, is trash. But, you know what, since Will is on pause, let me give Will some flowers real quick, because for those that don't know, Will is the tournament director of the Underrated Golf Tour. The Underrated Tour is a tour that we've highlighted on our Make Golf Your Thing segment here uh, on Beyond the Fairway, presented by Genesis previously. But I don't think people really understand all that, that Will has going on right now. Not only does he co-host this show with me, he has a show on Golf Pass. Be sure to check it out. That's Home Course Advantage. So he's doing that. He's also got a son at home that's seven months. So he's a father. Uh, he, he's got, again, the junior tour where he's traveling. Will hadn't been home in a month. I saw him here in Phoenix. Then I bumped into him at the American Century where we'll have the episode with Shane coming up here in just a minute. And now he's back in Houston for another junior golf event. So uh, I, I think we do ourselves a disservice and, and not always highlight the people that are doing the most within the game. And, and Will wakes up, and, and when he's looking at the ceiling, he's trying to figure out how do I grow this game? How do I use what little platform I have to make sure that black and brown folks of all uh, entry points have access to play this game? And, and shout out to him and Jay Rich and Steph Curry and all the things that Will's doing within the game of golf. As a matter of fact, we – I'm going to tell the producers we should have done a Make Golf Your Own just starring Will Lowry with all the things that he does do. It's it's impressive, and it's one of those things that you know I get excited about. Like When I see Will like grinding and doing all the things that he's doing around, around the game, it makes me kind of want to get up a little faster in the morning, make sure I'm in the gym and making sure. So uh, if he never gets his flowers from anybody else because he's one of the big guys behind the scenes, Will Lowry, you're going to get your flowers from me, but we have to get to this Shane Victorino. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. So before we get to this episode, I've got a good buddy of mine, Andy Victoriano. That's Andy's name. He's, he's you know, it's my homie. So we get Shane Victorino in there. So I did the intro, and guess what? Yeah, I actually messed his name up live with him, like, right next to me. And then Will had to come in and save the day. So without further ado, I'm going to let you see this. Let's go beyond the fairway with Shane Victorino. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Everybody to Beyond the Fairway American Century Edition. We're standing here with, well, we're sitting here with Shane Victorino, the Hawaiian 
<laughs> uh, what did I say right? The flying Hawaiian. Flying Hawaiian who we have here right now. <laughs> so this is, what year is this for this you? This is number four. Number four. It doesn't get any easier, trust it, me. Now, now, it may, now, hold on, hold on, Shane. Now, it may not be getting easier, but it's getting better from the aesthetics. 100% it is definitely getting better. The nerves are a little better, but just the whole, I mean, just the whole, you know, couple days here. I mean, to be around guys and former athletes and celebrities and to go out there and act like we know what we're doing, you know, I think that's what makes it great. Uh, but, no, it's definitely a good time. It's definitely getting better. So, now, the state of your game. Now, now from year one okay, here we go. to where we are now, how much have you improved and how much preparation do you have before you step on the premises of Edgewood? I want to say I've gotten better, but the fact that I didn't put in the work prior to this week is not better. So I think that's what was bad about it is that in years past, I definitely prepared more. I definitely took it a little more uh, serious, but the results weren't there. So I said to myself this year, maybe if I don't go out and try to be so fine and dandy, that the results might work out. So, so I guess so we you, shall I mean, see Sunday. You're kind of like a veteran, right? So, like, is that the strategy? Like, you you, you said you've prepped. Now you're just going to say the hell with it and go out here and play. That's basically what I said to myself <laughs> is that, you know, years have passed. It didn't go as you wanted. So this year just come out here, have fun, be raw, and go out there and do your thing. So how did that play, or did you implement that attitude in baseball at all? There was times I definitely did it, but no. <laughs> baseball was definitely different. Oh. It was the career. There was, you know, a lot more on the on the line than coming out and playing golf. So, no, I definitely prepared a lot different but than hold on, I did. Shane. How's Will wearing a Mets hat right now I don't know. next I'm, to you? I have already, already, already wondered knocked that. Him I don't the hell know. Out. That's like, the same guy that works for a, for, for a family, and he wears Nike stuff. So, I, 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 you, you tell me how that works. Oh, I'm still you, trying. Ooh. No, oh, bro. Sorry, sorry. Bro, you are. Oh, Hold on. Hold on. Let's, oh, to, oh, let's oh, give it a shot. Let's give this a little context. Somebody else told me to tee it. Somebody else teed it up. So we are on the range, as, as Shane just said. You know, Will does you know some things for the Curry family, underrated tour, and some other things that that Will does. And uh, Will does have on some Nike shoes and not some Curry brands. So yeah. Steph, Steph wasn't too proud of nah, that nah, moment. Nah, nah, was, for, I mean, that? it was a, it was a whole generation. It was, <laughs> it was Steph, the Steph uncle, Steph dad, Everybody. Steph brother. It's okay though. It's okay. I'm Tell them where your stuff. Uh, is that, you I'm, know, just, yeah. I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for the paycheck to match. That's all it is. <laughs> so so Shane, back. How did you get started in the game of golf? So in 2016, for the first time, oh, I really, I walked, yeah, 16? 2016, I walked away from baseball, and I said to myself, I needed something else to do. That brought out that, you know, that adrenaline, that competitive nature. So I fell in love. My neighbor who lived two houses up from me, he tried to get me into golf my whole career, and I was like, you know, yes, I played in charity stuff. I played in things here and there, but, you know, to go out and play the game, I really didn't get started at 16. So, as I said, the neighbor friend of mine who was like a father figure, he's like, man, you got to do something. So I started to go out and play, and, like, literally I wanted to go out, play around, go practice for three hours, go play another round, go back and Dang. to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm getting way too serious. I'm yeah. not that good. But I definitely, you know, have loved and enjoyed the game every single day. I mean, it's a lot of work. A lot of people think that it's yeah. a you know, pretty simple game. Yeah. As a guy who hit another and, quote, unquote, played a game that everybody thought was hard in baseball, man, golf's pretty tough. Yeah, but they always said you'd mess up your, your baseball swing playing golf. That was 100% why so- I didn't do it. That's why I didn't do it. You know, really? my coaches told me in high school that, you know, playing golf would screw up. You know, you'd be under the ball a little too much. No, is that a wives' tale? You know? Honestly, is that an old wives' tale now? From a from a standpoint of playing the game now, yes, the angles are definitely different. You know, in baseball, I wanted to be on top of the ball. I wanted to come from up on over the top. And, and in golf, you do that's death. You stay, you come out over the top right off the backside when you go back and you come out over, you know, 
that ball is going to be going right. So I think like that's kind of what I was, you know, saying to myself. Man, you just you crushed me. I'm trying to bury you today. That, that, that bus that you're running over me, can you back up a little <laughs> bit? Right, I backed it up. I backed it up. So so now, are you are you finding yourself more mechanical in a golf swing less than baseball swing? Definitely, I, I think mechanically, yes. I think there's some there's definitely less mechanics. I think the biggest part for me is slowing down. In the golf swing. In the golf swing, okay. correct. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's the part where a lot of us, I feel like, go astray is that you want to rush back to rush forward. Like, or you feel like you got to get back like to that. create that yeah. momentum. So, for me, I actually played, you know, you brought up the point about being in Vegas mm-hmm. and playing with, you know, a guy like Colin Morikawa, yeah, one of get the to- slowest mm-hmm. takeaways. And it's actually helped me come out now in the, you know, I played with him about three months ago. It actually helped me the last three months. Driver hit better, uh, you know, and some of the irons I hit better because of just the slowing down. I don't know what it is. No. I don't know if it's, you know, what, what the theory behind it, but slowing down the, the takeaway has helped me so much. And, and the, the thing about we say it all the time is that there's no power in the backswing. No. So no. you're really starting to understand acceleration. Correct. So but, yes. no, I need to understand more of this, though, yep. because you, you play out of Summit there in Summit Club, Discovery Land property there in Las Vegas, and, and there's there's no shortage of tour players that are, that are running around. Like, you talked a little bit about watching Colin playing with Colin, but how is it getting that firsthand experience, especially being from another another sport, to see the golfers do what they do? Well, I always tell myself, I think, you know, I, I, I and I hate to bounce it back on me, but I said to myself when people came to watch me play, I feel like as a player watching a Colin, you know, I'm that fan. Yeah. I'm sitting there in awe because I love the game of golf now, and I'm sitting there in awe, more importantly, more in awe, just like, Dude, how do you make it look so easy? Because I'm going to go hit that same shot after you, and the result's <laughs> going to be nowhere near it. Yes, I say to myself, Colin also, or, you know, professional golfers, or, you know, I've done and taken 10 million more swings than I mm-hmm. have. Correct. But still, to, you know, for me, it's appreciating the, the craft and, mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the greatness of their craft. And so I always say to myself, well, you know, I take it for granted when people yeah. used to come watch me, just like I'm taking it for granted watching a Colin Morikawa or someone like that that I get to sit there and play with and watch, on a, you know, at a place yeah. like the Summit. I really appreciate it, you know, that much more how great these guys are at the game of golf. Have you invested in a swing coach, per se? I have not. You have not. I have he not. He's a Colin Morikawa. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> I, 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 he that that, that is true, him? but some, sometimes I know, you know – no, a lot of guys all right, yeah. right, Shane. I mean, yeah. I appreciate you, you know, following me around, but right, let me recommend you someone. Yeah, no, no, some a lot of guys do, but you know, with Colin, it's 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 been great, or to play with guys like that because it's a casual round. Yes, and then you're not sitting there going, "Hey, can you, t-, you know, how do you do this and how do you do that?" It's more like, "Okay, I'm observing one thing." His takeaway is so slow, and then after a few yeah. holes, you'd be like, "Hey, Colin, what's the theory behind your takeaway, or why mm. is it so slow?" And then you start learning. Another thing, he but told you might me, be messing him up, though. It's like, remember, you nah, got slow takeaway. Trust me. I, I am going to say this, and I'm going to hold you to this yeah. now that you're saying this. I am in this adult T-ball league. Okay. I'm going to need some, some swing. Yes. Adult T-ball all day long. I need help. Don't swing like a golf swing. So <laughs> okay. that's your first piece. Okay. All right. Try to stay on top of the ball, which is hard to do because okay. that's not what you do in golf. All right. All so right. that's the two things, the two biggest pieces of advice is, now, can you take those two pieces of advice and not screw up your golf swing? Okay, I'm just letting you know. So, when adult you, T-ball. When, when, you get, when, you, when you get when you get when you get this video of me, this adult coach pitch. <laughs> he got better with the T-ball to the coach pitch at least. <laughs> when you see this adult coach pitch talk, bro, I want some swing advice. I'm just letting you know. Send me that video. Okay, now, here's, the the way. Way. here's the question, because you you know you 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 have your own celebrity event and you yep. play play in a few. Why the hell do do all the pitchers play good golf? 
Like, what is it about a pitcher? they got nothing else to do. What the hell are they doing? They pitch once a week, and then they go to the gorse all day long. Like, I have to go put five hours of work in the cages. They get to go five hours. No. You know what's funny? I always wonder that. I always I tell people, like, honestly, pitchers never really, you know, they, not saying they're not, they don't hit, but they didn't work on their craft of the swing every day. And a lot of times they had more times than us, to yeah. be honest with you. I, I they like, ain't better athletes if that was, you know, that's, that's what I was so we got to like, you know, make sure we get that right. I feel like I would, would, not, I would hate pitchers and kickers. Kick, they, yeah. I would hate them. Well, you had to because, bring in the kicker. Because, yeah, you had to bring it up. Because, because it's just the fact that, you know, you getting paid a lot of money <laughs> to work on two crafts. <laughs> Man, when, when, I see, when, I see a, when I see a kicker or a pitcher got a better softer hands than me in around a short game, I get hot. I'm like, you're not working hard enough, and you're in midseason right now. <laughs> Duh, I, sorry, that's just so me. Who's the best pitcher you played with? I would probably have to say uh, – Probably Smoltz. Smoltz is solid. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, some of the things that I, I see him do around the golf course and with golf clubs, I'm like, bro, you, you've been doing this since year one yeah. of your career yeah. of baseball. They played every day, those boys in Atlanta. Man, I can't here's, here's They're I, all good. Right. You guys play so many games throughout the season. And, the, and you say you, tra- you play college, you go into to the, to the, the, the minors, you come up to the majors. Your lives are so structured. As a, as a retired baseball player now well did you have any like issues kind of adjusting to civilian life well, because you're not you know you're yeah. not being coached or first couple of years it was tough you know to really find your identity again mm-hmm. because as you said you know you're so used to do every day i knew you know what i was going to do i knew i was going to go to the field do what i love play the game you know with passion and love it every single day too it's not there anymore so, you know, the first couple of years, it definitely was hard. You know, I was – I ended up on the golf course, which we talked about a yeah. second ago. And that, 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 that part was tough, too, because I wasn't hanging out with a bunch of guys my age. Yeah. Mm. You know, I was playing with father figures right. or, you know, guys who were in their 50s, 60s, and 70s who are done working. And so that was tough in the beginning because I was like – I almost felt like I was getting old faster than – and not in a bad sense. way, but that's because I was doing it. And I was like <laughs> – so I had to find some kind of identity and find myself. So it was tough well, the no, first couple of years. But, like, like, I find this intriguing, though, especially, like, you, you try to find yourself because, like, like you say, you're, you're kind of told what to do. Not told what to do, yeah. but, you know, encourage what to structure. do. What, what were some of those things that you did kind of do for yourself initially? When I walked away from the yeah, game? Yeah, when you walked away from the game, just to kind of, like, figure out who Shane was. Well, I, f- I mean, it, it took a couple years. I mean, that first year I felt like a couch potato because, again, you're, the, the structure wasn't there because I didn't have to go and take a 1,000 swings in the batting cage or I didn't have to, you know, be ready at 7 o'clock for a game or a 1 o'clock game. Yeah. Like, there was no agenda. And so that was the part for me is I got I, – I started to really rekindle a, 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 an agenda by taking my kids to school. So knowing yeah. that I get up at 6.30 in the morning, take them to school, you know, I got back on what I called mm-hmm. a schedule. And mm-hmm. I think, like I said, it was tough the first couple of years because the game and what you've loved and you've done for so long and yeah. it was your, you know, your heart and soul was basically no longer there. Do you miss the game? I miss the game and I miss the camaraderie. Oh, I don't miss yeah. the travel. I don't miss the, you know, like you said, the 162. I don't miss you, that you don't miss part stuff of it. They don't no, see. <laughs> I miss the game. I miss the game. I miss the camaraderie. I miss being around, you yeah. know, but again, that's why I fell in love with golf. Yeah. Because I felt like I was able to bring that competitive edge in, you know, around guys or be around, you know, individuals where that competitive nature came out. But that was definitely something that I miss yeah. for sure about walking away from the game. Well, outside of, of Will wearing a Mets hat. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about about your time in Philly. Yeah, like when you think back on on, on what you were able to do and, and, the, and the fans and the people. What, what do you think about? Like, how does that make you feel? Just thinking about your time in Philly. 
I think about the fact of what people say about Philadelphia. And people always ask me, in fact, I just played with a, you know, a group and they asked me, what's it like playing in Philly? I said, I was a winner. So it was the greatest thing <laughs> <Yeah>. in the world. <laughs> you know, and, and when I say that, it's like, you know, a, a place like that. They, they, it, it's, it's about passion. It's hardworking people. It's blue collar. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know, that, that person that, you know, they're coming to the game with a family of four. Mm-hmm. They're not. You right. know, they don't have it. Yeah. But right. to come to a game as a family to watch, you know, uh, uh, us go out there and play. I mean, it was no greater feeling. And I told people this. Like I said, I was winning. I definitely didn't want to be on the losing side because I've had, you know, guys that I played with through my career go, dude, it sucked to come to Philly as an opposing player. Or, like, you know, they just made it miserable. So, you know, city of Philadelphia, man, it, it, it is one of those places where if you're winning – there's no greater it's, it's, city it's in the world. Yeah, it's a special, it's a special yeah. place, for sure, special place. So now who would you say uh, had that blue-collar golfer that you may play with <laughs> on a day-to-day basis? Or, or uh, even in, or a, in, 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 one of these? Space, in a celebrity space. Who's the blue-collar golfer? Shit. All my teammates? No, nah, I, just, <laughs> nah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I mean. Because, you know, you know there's, there's, no. two, there's two different golfers. You no, know, I you get got, it. I mean, you got a guy who's good, and you got a guy who's going to grab. Right, and, you know, and then you got a you got a guy. To be who, honest, it's all of us. Right, <laughs> right. majority of us are that blue collar because we got to grind, we got to be, you know, work at it. When when you got to Philly or just in the league in general, what was that moment where you were like, "Damn, I'm out here, like I'm here." I think for me, it never happened. It never happened, and that and when I say that, it, it kept never you hungry, happened. Though that's my point. Yeah, you know, and I never, I never, even to the day I retired. You know, and even sometimes now, like, my family will sit around and my brother will start talking. And he'd be like, bro, and I'd be like, think about that, man. Just some little boy that grew up in the middle of the ocean. You know, we used to play in the backyard as, as kids. And you ever thought? And, and so I think that's, for me, why I played the way I did. And I never took it for granted because I also came from a place that no one's done it, yeah. you know, in the middle of the ocean. But the fact of, like, I was getting to do something that I love and thinking about how many other human beings would love to be in where I'm standing here today. So I think that's a lot of the stuff and the tangibles of, you know, again, being a professional athlete. What, what, was, the, what, was, the, what was the welcome to golf moment for you? Like, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, playing, on the flip side. I, I'm playing this game, and this is not going to be as easy as I think. <laughs> every day. Every, honestly. I mean, so you had that welcome to golf moment every, every day. day. I mean, every day I still feel it. You know, you come back and you make that one shot and you love it, and then you get the next oh. hand and you're like, Dude, I suck at the game right. of golf. But, you know, I, I, now for me, the coming of the game was, was being invited to something like this. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it, it was that moment where you're like, okay, you have to be somewhat good, good. Right, <laughs> to go out and, and, and want to do it. And I think that was for me was to get the invite four years ago. Shane, I don't know. We, we, we've been here, and we're 15 yards away from the range. I don't know if you have to somewhat be good, bro. <laughs> yes, that's not. Yeah, don't, hold, don't, hold, don't hold yourself to that standard. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the field this week. A lot of people that you know, yeah. A couple new faces. Who 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 do you just have to beat? Who can you not allow yourself to be beat by? Jimmy Rollins. Jim, one hundred percent. That's my only deal. Every year is I gotta beat Jimmy. He's like a big brother. He's one of my best friends. He was in my wedding, so obviously you know even more than that. But he's the only guy every year I make sure because after year one he was talking so much mad about beating oh, me. So I no, said to myself, no, yeah, I'm going to get his ass. <laughs> I got him next year, I got him this next year, and then I'm going to get him this year, hopefully. What's, what's, the, bet, what's the bet this year? Uh-oh. Eagle. Eagle. Just, you know, running their mouth, saying who's better. Who, what, so what we need to do is this year when I do beat him, I need to go publicly do a video and yes. say, come, on, come back okay. on the show. Or come yeah, back on the come show on. Back. we need to do that. Okay, when you, sure you, that when you bust his that. ass, you definitely <laughs> yes. have a, a place back, bust his ass. back, yeah. back oh, here. All right, now, Shane, we let everybody out of here the same yeah. way, all right? We, you only get this question right here. We call it Rap Force from right here, Beyond the Fairway, okay. NBC Sports. You're going to go play golf with four rappers. 
right? It's five ball. So you're few four rappers, dead or alive. They don't have to play golf or not. But I need to know who you pull up to the golf course with. Snoop. Mm. Snoop is a fan favorite. He is. Fan favorite. I, like he, I, I wonder like, why. I, I wonder why I, I Snoop like, is a fan favorite. Like, not just a game of golf. I feel like Snoop is. I feel like Snoop is. High, I feel like Snoop is high <laughs> on, on everybody's list. <laughs> to be honest, well done. One, no, well done. I, I like that. that. Right. Tupac. I'd like Tupac. to, you know, I just because I was, yeah. you know, I grew up watching him. Um, another rapper. Let's go. Tupac. I would love to Tupac. go with. Uh, DJ Khaled. I don't DJ, know. If, ooh, I just think he'd be fun. I just think he'd be fun. I, he think think he'd be fun. No, I like it. That's yeah, a good he, call. He's just a fun dude. Yeah. I feel like he would just go out there and be fun. And yeah. then my last one, I got to go with the GOAT, man, Jay-Z. I there just we go. love That's to bring him out there. Yeah, I don't know, man. just because. I don't even care about the game of golf. I just want to talk to him about life. Right. Yeah, That's more fair. importantly. I feel like DJ Khaled would, would, is an inclusive golfer. Can you imagine hitting a good shot? He's like, we the best. Yeah, we the best. Like, Hold on, how the hell are we the best? I, I hit that damn shot. <laughs> I still, what the hell I, are you talking I about? Think go, I think he'll go mute on a bogey, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he – ain't no he we in that. We on that he, he go French uh, in that uh, we. Yeah, yeah. So those would be my four. Those would be my four. Uh, well, that's what's up, man. Yes. How, how do the people get a hold of you out there that want to follow along to, to this journey you got? Oh, man, my IG's at, at Shane Victorino. Uh, other than that, I'm really not too much into that uh, to that social, social life space. because of, you. Uh, you know, the headaches that sometimes it brings. Positives and negatives, but, uh, yeah, at Shane Victorino on IG, man. Well, that's the pros and cons right there. Shane, man, we Thank you, boys. You. Always, Best of luck this week. Go Thank bust some so ass. Go we'll bust some ass. I'm going to bust some ass so I can get J-Rope. <laughs> All right, that's it. My man. I love it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Beyond the Fairway is presented by Genesis Motor America and the first-ever GV70. Dynamic design and exhilarating performance make the game your own and we've already talked to Shane Victorino and God what is the guy he makes the game his own it's interesting you know especially not having Will with me so I feel like a little like left out in the cold but he got you know technical issues so we'll get to that later but one thing that I hope people take away from the conversation with Shane is when you are a professional athlete and you do you know go through you know the juniors and the majors and the minors and the and whatever you do you're you're actually coached a hundred percent of the time you know, you, you've got, you know, nutritionists, you've got, you know, strength conditioning coaches, you've got position coaches, you've got all types of, of coaches and information that you're being told what to do. So when you do do that for the majority of your life and then you step out and retire from the game, you know, there comes some some ambiguities as it relates to where you're going to get your competitive fix and, and from and, and we talked about that in the episode, and I hope you guys got to hear a little bit about you know some of the you know the mental hurdles, uh, mental health hurdles that Shane had to overcome as he you know did his best to kind of find his lane. And thank God for a game like golf where you can you know leverage this community of players. I mean, like you know Will talked about it in previous episodes. Thanks to the handicapping system that we can all go out and compete together. You know, you could, Shane can go play with. Kyle Morikawa in a competitive round. He's going to get his ass kicked, 
But at the end of the day, you know, he can leverage that to, to get better at the game. And, and thank goodness for, for the game. you got so many guys that just retired. We talked to, to uh, CC Sabathia last season. We talked to, you know, uh, John Lester as well. And it's it's one of those things where this game is, is just bringing everybody together. And, you know, it's interesting to hear him talk about playing golf and learning from Kyle Morikawa because – you know, how often do we have the opportunity? We don't. I'm too, I'm basic. So I never get the chance to kind of pick the tour players' brains. Uh, every so often, I get a, I get an opportunity. But for him to be able to go out and, and, and pick the brain of Kyle Morikawa and, and have a little reverse mentorship uh, as it relates to playing the game, the X's and O's of the game, I think that's pretty impressive. And shout out to Kyle Morikawa, who needs to bring his ass in here and go beyond the fairway presented by Genesis with Will and myself when Will fixes his you know technology but i want to talk about those things because i think it's so important that people understand that when you when you do leave the game and you are trying to find your identity golf can be that for you so big shouts out to shane victor victorino see i almost did it almost did it again shane victorino uh coming in here and going beyond the fairway don't forget shane's Phillies host the Cubs this Sunday, uh, July 24th, and they're going to play on Peacock right here on NBC Sports. So check that out. Go, you know, I've got I've got no dog in that fight. I'll be honest with you. So go Phillies. That's the first time I've ever said that. Probably the last time I'll ever say that in life. But before we get up out of here, you know, the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational was a team event there on the LPGA Tour. Sedina Parks, Adina Uwadia. Paired up together, made the cut, strong finish, strong play for two non-members, two black women that are non-members of the LPGA Tour. So uh, I said about Will earlier, make sure he gives gets his flowers. I want to make sure that they get their flowers as well. They got into that event via the John Shippen, which I'll be at next week. Uh, coming up, Detroit, the John Shippen Invitational, 18 players. I think it actually grew to 20 this season. They're going to go out and play a two-day event there at Detroit Golf Club for an opportunity to play in the Rocket Mortgage that following week. So to all the guys that I know and love, you know, you guys go out there and do your thing. And just, again, shout-out to Sedina and how she played and former guests right here on Beyond the Fairway Podcast. Look, but what we want you to do, we want to make sure that you're following along to all the things that, that I'm doing, that Will's doing. I'm at the Douglas Fresh. You can follow Will at Will Lowry Golf. Beyond the Fairway is the handle on Instagram. We don't do Twitter. It's just too much. Like, there's too many Insta socials out there to try to keep up with. Beyond the Fairway on Instagram, be sure you click, subscribe, like, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, hopefully, I have my co-homie back with me next week, but we'll see. You know, Will, uh, I don't know if he paid the, the internet bill at wherever he's at, so we'll see how that works. But appreciate you guys rocking with us as always. And uh, go out there and support the sponsors. Next time you buy a car, I don't know, best drive a Genesis maybe. We'll holler at you. Peace. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.